Famous Fresh Fridays, Donald Mahuecha Laka is a jazz musician, songwriter, and music producer. He's uh, one of the co-founders of Galawa Jazzmi and owner of Bukoni Music. Laka finished the Royal School of Music with a grade 8 on the classical guitar mm. and later obtained his license in high school music teaching in 1979. Apartheid laws pre- prevented Don from enrolling at the Pretoria Conservatoire, so he took a job clerking in a grocery store, believe it or not. From 1980 to 1981, he joined the Afrofusion group Sakile, which was formed by Ntate Sipogumete and Brakaya Mahlangu. Laka recorded his first big hit with Umoja before forming his own British rock-influenced band Image. The group performed together for 10 years and recorded 12 albums. In the 1990s, after living in Germany and playing in a South African jazz band, uh, Laka formed an independent record label called Galawa and uh, produced songs by, uh, with artists such as Brothers of Peace, Boomshaka, Le Oskido. In 1990, Bradon began writing orchestral arrangements for Spongile Kumalo. In the late 1990s, Laka's solo career was given a substantial boost with the release of the album Destiny, a fusion of hip-hop, traditional African rhythms, classical music, and pop on which Laka played drums, bass, guitar, piano, and soprano sex. In 2013, Bradon received a Grammy nomination for Best World Music for Brahu's Jabulani album. Brahu, Brahu, Bradon Laka <laughs> is in the building. I think people are not aware of what a gift we have in Ntate Don Laka because there are few musicians that can make jazz as accessible, that can take jazz and create new genres like guai jazz, and that can take jazz and still make it not self-involved. And I think you know what I mean when I say not self-involved because there's a tendency when you're a jazz musician to close your eyes and forget there's an audience. So, Papa, let's start at the beginning. We'll talk about mums. What does Mamelodi mean to you? Because you even have a song called Mamelodi. I have <laughs> many tracks actually in <laughs> reference to Kasiaga. Sure. Mm. Even on the new unreleased CD, I mm. speak about my because uh, you know going, growing up with Mamelodi at that time, uh, you would understand Mamelodi being in the capital of the apartheid regime that time. Mm. So they made sure rally electricity mm. so that when their friends from overseas come and they would say, our blacks, you see, they live mm. better. They've got ah. electricity. So you, you guys were the window dressing. Absolutely. <laughs> <Wow>. So, <laughs> so we, we had electricity and we had access to, we have some of the first people to have access to the wireless, it's electromatomic, like, you know, and then uh, would play vinyls and stuff yes, back yes, then. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, you know, I grew up with listening to uh, all the people that around me surrounding you know I was surrounded by jazz music uncles play music and you know uh, everyone in the area played music and you know so yeah tell us about your childhood what are some of your childhood memories childhood friends even you know I, most of the friends that uh, that I grew up with some of them have passed, passed on mm. and uh, but uh, I spend most I'd say about 90% of my time playing music yes. I know nothing outside music so you can't even make a wire cabra do well, oh, I, I, I don't. <laughs> Fresh wave. <laughs> Listen, he said what you he know, said. He I, said uh, what he said. <laughs> you know, we made those things. You yes. know, and uh, I, I, I love indoor games, obviously. Uh, you know, but the, the only thing that I wanted and yes. that I knew would shape my my life going forward was music. Yes. And uh, you know, I had access to that, and I'm I'm glad to have uh, had a. a, a 
a mother who supported mm. uh, and uh, went out. Uh, she's 90 this year, by the way. Wow. And, uh, you know, she went, took me to a music shop at a very early age. Mm. Wow. Uh, late 60s. And then, you know, uh, you know, family people, you know, they would say, uh, yeah, choose a piano because, because you know what? What was the reason of piano? Why? It makes furniture, good furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we buying instruments <laughs> if they can't be part of the furniture? <laughs> it makes sense. So, so, but I chose guitar. Oh, so now, Baba, I'm just thinking about, uh, obviously, you're classically trained, which in itself has its own discipline. Yes. And jazz has the formulas that we get taught, you know, to help us understand the genre and the subgenres of jazz. Yes. But how in all of that did you find your own personal style that you made very South African? Because what we learn in jazz is is more American than it is this is the South African jazz uh, repertoire. Yeah, I, I you know... Uh, when when you're surrounded by music and people making music you you get influenced by what they were doing and i was very happy to have uh, uh not far from me people like philip taban who played oh. african jazz mm. you know, yes. african music and uh, uh, growing up in Mamilodi, people always had the sense that we want to be unique, we want to be different. And being different that time was playing South African music mm. and, uh, you know, doing what they were doing. And we listened to a lot of uh, band music by Huma Sekel mm. and Miriam Makeba back then. That's why uh, you, if you, you look at the album that I did for Huma Sekel, 60, mm. it was in reference to what influenced me back then. Oh. All the music that's there. I remember, you know, uh, uh, when we were doing Tanai and uh, Tanai, one of the tracks we used to play on radio Bantu back then. So when I had that, uh, you know, it kept ringing in my head and I wanted to do it differently. And that's how it came out on, on uh, album 60, uh, different. What would you say was the turning point in terms of, okay, Mama says choose an instrument. And, you know, more often than not, we dabble. Mm. Yeah. When did you realize that this is me for the rest of my life? Yeah, well, you know, I always say, you know, learn to listen to the elders. They know better. Yes. You know, when you're young, you think you know better than them, but you forget that they have moved, they've traveled the, the they've road. They've walked it. They've walked yeah. it, yes. And, uh, you know, I, I chose guitar because guitar was much easier. You would carry it around and girls mm. see you playing guitar. You're up, in, <laughs> the up front there. You know, you're playing there. So it's you're showing off. Piano, you can't carry it out anyway. Mm. No one is, mm. your bag is always, you know, people are watch, it's looking at your bag. You know, it's a heavy instrument, a useless instrument, actually. You know? <laughs> I love if, how if, you say if, that. If, if, if you're, you're youth and you want to be seen, I mean, it's that's like, no, 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 no. You want to play what, you know. What up, looks up, cool. Up, yeah. Yes. You know, it, it, piano is not a cool instrument, by the way. I mean, sure. such cumbersome is too <laughs> heavy and uh, you spend most of your time in isolation, mm. you know, working on your own. Guitar is much easier. You carry it around, working on the streets. And that's how, you know, <laughs> you know I got into guitar. But sure. later on, uh, after I was refused uh, to study at this conservatory in Pretoria, I wanted to be a classical conductor. Mm. Yes. And uh, I thought you have to only play piano. <laughs> so I went and moved into piano and I was stuck in piano since 1978. Would but you say that was the turning point? That was the turning point. Yes. But I mean, don't you compose most of your music on the keys anyways? Is that your natural thing? Because I was talking to someone who was saying to me, you know, you, you write like your melodies like guitar lines. And I find that your compositions are piano compositions. I, I, you know, I always don't want to restrict myself into writing, you know. For instance, the album Destiny was not written on, on keyboard. 
Mm. It, I, I wrote most of the stuff in the 80s and I was writing on paper. Mm. So that's how I composed most of the melodies. And, uh, uh, Do you mean like sheet scoring? Yes, you yes, scored? Yes. yes. I scored that because I was you know, fresh from you studying. You did it right. You did <laughs> it right. <laughs> I did it right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, later on, you know, I started composing using, you know, piano. But I, 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 I could tell that, you know, there's maybe some limitations. Let me move away from piano and write using guitar. So mm. I would write, for instance, Melanjane um, was written on guitar. Mm. Yeah. Almost 25 years. This is Boom Shaka on Metro FM. Tobela. We're hanging out with Don Laka. Uh, he's one of the co-founders of uh, Kalawa, uh, which uh, became Kalawa Jasmine with the amalgamation with Abomanda Spikiri, but also one of the pro, uh, co-producers of Tobela. Braton. Yes. Writers, everything. Did any of your mates ever say to you, but what are you doing with this music, with these young people who are swearing sometimes? <laughs> In fact, <laughs> hold that answer. You'll give us the answer after this. Because I know often your wife would burst into studio and say, why Leroy <laughs> When you lived in Yaleville Bay, down the road from Sacred Heart. I know every story, Braton. I know you know. Braton, so apartheid obviously became almost a stumbling block in your music career. Yes. You want to go study at the Pretoria Conservatoire, but because Odaki, we yeah. can't take you. Yes. So you instead go work as a clerk in a grocery store. Yes. What happened there? <laughs> well, the, when I worked at uh, this grocery store, I actually made sure, that I, made sure that I have time on my hand to study music. So uh-huh. that's when I started studying my music while I was working there. Okay. So I'll, I'll steal most of the time, you know, like breaks and stuff, just learn sort of because I wanted to get out of there. Ah, uh, yes. I knew I was not meant for that, but I had to do something. I was, I'm not a person who just sit and not do anything yes. and complain. So I had to find a job, and, you know, and uh, support myself and see if I cannot buy equipment and which actually helped by, you know, uh, buying my first musical instruments uh, besides the guitar. So this studying was from what? From textbooks? From textbook. I'm self-taught musician, by the way. Wow. So get I was out studying, of here. Yeah. So I wanted to get out. So uh, by the end of the year, I had written my grade five and I was out of that job. Mm. How much were you earning? Just out of interest. Do you remember? Back then, I think I was earning about 200 bucks a month, 200 rands or something. That's a lot of money, eh? It was a lot of money. Ah, because, uh, where, is, where, is, where is this shop? <laughs> no, we, we, we were the first uh, IT people, so we were trained, you know. Ah. We used to wear white coats, you oh, know, yes. to operate a massive computer that probably had, had uh, 10 megabytes, like the size of this room. Yes, yes. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, we were trained and, uh, yeah, we were like uh, the first... You know, train so you get uh, out of retail and go away. Uh, get out of retail and get onto the train, come to Jobek, as everyone as, as doing. one does. As one uh, does, absolutely. And uh, you know, uh, end up uh, you know in 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 in, in um, uh, at the Gallo Studios, and uh, you know, seventy two. I made my first recording, by the way. And the interesting part of it was in that session. I met for the first time this guy who'd been known as Ray Peary. Wow. And most of the Stimela guys. This is so, early 70s. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, I played for the first time electric guitar using Ray's guitar. Wow. So, you know, and uh, the relationship started then until his passing. Mm. 
So, you know, it, it was, the, you know, my career, you know, I, 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 one can write books and, you know, on, on the people that I've met along the way. And, uh, met you know, and lost. And lost, one. yes. And, uh, you know, uh, at that time, I mean, uh, the, uh, my first recording was made. Uh, I walked in at Gallo and I was auditioned. And um, by the way, my full name, as you said, Donald. And uh, this guy, who's the producer, was smoking a big cigar then. And at the same time, he was signing, I think, uh, Black Mambazo. Yes. Uh, Bra West. And his, uh, Western Corsi. And <laughs> the legendary. Let me try to imitate the voice. <coughs> yeah. And uh, Van. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> I said, Donald Lark. He said, <laughs> Donald. Donald, Donald is a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> There's no superstar with Donald. You're, from today, you are Don Laka. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's the man who, actually, who put Don Laka on, on my first record. It sounded strange, actually, by that time. You know? Oh, Brawest. And here you are years <laughs> Brawest. later. Oh, no, he was an amazing person. Yeah. I'm curious, you know, you speak about some of the musicians that you've met along the way. Yes. Who we now are like, you're this legend. Is there anyone in particular that you met that you knew in that moment when you met them that this is going to be a star i've, I've come across many at actually mm-hmm. uh, at that time uh, that i knew but ray i knew he was a talent and he was not given a chance because he was now producing mm. uh, uh, um, a guy called um Paranyan. Oh, yeah. So he was not given a chance as Ray Peary to, you know, work on his stuff. So all what he did, he was, you know, working in, in the record industry back then. If you were that type of person, you became like uh, a factory worker. You mm. know, yeah, your job is to, you compose and give to others. That, that's that's, that was, yeah. Mm. And only later on, you see Ray Peary comes as a producer and the Stimela comes on um, uh, in the 80s when things were starting to change now. Because for a lot of people, we wake up to Bra Ray Piri, mm. but for 20 years, he'd been slogging away. Absolutely. Mm. I mean, I found, I found them there. I mean, mm. he, they were been at Gallo from the 60s. Yes. I just walked in in 72. And, you know, they've been slugging it on for, for so many years. Uh, uh, so it's, it's, it's been a career that has been honed for so many years. Mm. That's why it's lasted. And when we do come back, I want to ask your thoughts about being a purist versus... Uh, the young producers of today who call themselves musicians, but but do It's 21 minutes after <laughs> six. We're hanging out with Bra- Don Laka. This is Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. Respectful traffic. Ndate Maestro, I have to ask a very serious question about your thoughts. As a p- musical purist, you spoke about having uh, worked in a technology space. So obviously music has gone in that direction. As a, a musician, what do you think about, you know, your up-and-coming producers and musos that maybe don't play instruments and batoveds are more fresh? In, in fact, I think also, <laughs> give us that perspective mm. in terms of when Kwaito was born. Mm. You were working with DJs. Yes. I mean, you're this seasoned jazz maestro. And are these young kids who are saying, yeah, but I'll share school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 I value music different. I, I see music differently. And uh, I think every generation and the technology has, you know, there's two things that you get from technology, obviously, going forward. Uh, it, it, you lose something, but you gain something. Mm. Sure. And I think uh, technology has helped in, in a sense that it has brought people into music. 
Uh, it doesn't necessarily make people better musicians, mm. but you have more comp- uh, co- uh, you know, access to making music because the purpose of music is to, for people to enjoy. Mm. And uh, you know, I have involved myself with DJs. The reason being, I needed a fresher sound from people who are not necessarily musicians, mm. uh, who would bring in a different perspective into how I want to move myself into and how they connect with the people who are not necessarily musicians who just want to have fun and enjoy music at the same time at that time and uh, as i say for me music being waves you know people react differently to different types of waves how they receive them Mm -hmm. and uh you know i with, with a band called Image, we're actually in the forefront of, of, of house music. In back fact, then. you're one of the originators of EDM, electronic dance music. Absolutely. Mm. We, 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 back Was then, what we, you guys we, were making. Yes, we're making that at that time. So I have always seen, you know, uh, there's room for everyone inside mm. every type of genre of music. For instance, if you take, I always regard uh, 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 guys like uh, Mozart as, as pop musicians of the time yes. and that's why we know about them today you know those who did music that was you know introvert as you'd call it uh, they are not known today because mm-hmm. these guys made music that the masses followed mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that uh, you know uh, other musicians were not great they were great but you know it, it, it is the type of music and the target that you are targeting people mm. that you want people to enjoy that type of music so I, I I've got you know I can sit and play classical piece sit and play jazz piece and I enjoy myself when I'm with the youth playing dance music mm. and uh, you know the different genres of music actually you know uh, that's why with recording music I, I decided I want to do African music only mm. but uh, you know um, I sit you know you, you look at the album that I did Re- reflections which came mm. out about a year two years ago uh, which feature, features about seven oh, I think eight young South African musicians mm. from your know, Kelly uh, Kumalo to you know uh, uh, Mapori and all mm. these people on, on that is because I enjoy the music mm. and, you know and I want to be involved in that type of music I'm not a a jazz musician who saying who criticize other d- genres because I don't understand them mm. or I don't want to understand them but you you've been very vocal you know uh, those that uh, are friends with you on Facebook you're very vocal about some of the challenges that are being faced in the music industry yes. and the reality is it's a business Absolutely. and we have bills to pay Absolutely. what are your thoughts about where we are today as an industry which is facing so many problems uh, talking about this you know in Europe for instance places like uh, Sweden and stuff what they do is that uh, Commercial musicians are not subsidized because you can reach the masses. Mm. Uh, musicians like who play avant-garde jazz, mm. uh, where you have ten people coming to listen to three people, some three, coming, listening to three million yeah, chords. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then coming to throw stones at you, <laughs> it's subsidized. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, but you, you, how <laughs> do they get to that? Yeah, well, they, mm. you know, they cater for everyone. The yeah. ten people or, or the, that go to listen to that music mm. uh, you cannot discard them as no how know, did government in Sweden for instance get to saying you guys are part of our culture they, they, they value the arts yes you know it's about valuing the arts mm. uh, if, if you know uh, we, we tend to value what makes people famous only yes. and discard the rest and that's that's that they shouldn't be like that the ones that are non-commercial should be actually given much more platform 
Sure, because they need it. Yeah, and I'm I'm with you there because I also believe that all genres need to be accessible. I mean, I look at indigenous South African sounds where most people don't even know what certain instruments sound like because where are you going to hear it? Absolutely, that's the thing. 651, we're hanging out with Don Laka. It is Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. Have you ever wondered what it feels like to be in the driver's seat in an outsurance ad? Well, you could soon find out. If you get an obligation-free car insurance quote from Outsurance and Save, you could win 25,000 rand for yourself plus 25,000 rand for charity and find yourself in the driver's seat in your own ad. SMS out to 40019 or call 0860000 for a quote. Then visit outsurance.co.za to enter and get ready to save and win. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's, C's and standard rates apply. Metro FM is where you're at. We have Bradon Laka in the building. Bradon, what are we playing here? This is Vugu Zenzen featuring the great Tebe. We're hanging out with and celebrating one of the godfathers of South African jazz music. His name is Bradon Laka featuring Tebe. Bradon, please... Take us through this. Well, that's from Reflection album where I featured the young South Africans that uh, that I've worked with, and I think Teb was appropriate for featuring on on that uh, uh, quite old track, which uh, actually used the same instruments when we started uh, as as Kalawa and when started quite uh, you know, with with Teb, and was as you can hear, yes. it's that uh, twenty five years ago, but today. In fact, one of the conversations we're going to be having uh, probably after eight will be uh, your journey with Galawa, uh, your journey with empowering kids uh, and talented people out there, people like Tebe. Yes. You know, you could sit back and say, Tebe is one of the people I helped create. Mm. Yeah. Because indeed you did. Yeah. All right. We've got Dumisha on the line who's going to be playing Ndate Don Laga. Let's find out if uh, the maestro is smarter than a primary school kid. Good morning, Dumisha. How are you? I'm good, and you? Oh, good. And uh, how old are you? I'm 10. You're 10. And where are you from? I'm from Pretoria. From Pretoria. All right. Are you ready to play Ndate Don Laga? Yes, I am. What's the first question? My first question is, what's Patrice Mutipe's net worth, plus <gasps> or minus? Okay, so an estimate of Patrice Mutipe's net worth. Braton. Little homeboy. Two. Two point something billion dollars U.S. dollars. That's two point three U.S. billion. Two point three billion U.S. dollars. So he was right. Yes. He so Bradon is correct. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. No, Bradon, you are really a Mamelodi Sundowns fan. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now we believe you. All right. What is the second question? Um, my second question is, who has scored? the most goals in the world. Yo! No. I, I, I don't know if they've exceeded what Pele has scored. Okay, so you're going with Pele. Is that yes. correct, Dumisho? No, Jace, Joseph Deacon. Okay, okay. So you learned something new today, but... Who? Joseph? Joseph Deacon. Angie. Hmm? Nah. Yeah, Angie knows I, no, this. I don't know. <laughs> Guys, a child is never wrong. Yes, no, this, just this keep child it going. Is being inf- misinformed. <laughs> no, ap- apparently Joseph Beacon has scored uh, eight hundred and five goals Bale in all wow. competitions. Over a thousand. Yo, yo, Bale yo. has scored over a thousand. So, 
Pele still the number one. So, so it's questionable. <laughs> all right, all right. What's the last question? And my last question is, who were the first people to climb Mount Everest? I don't know. Mm. 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 K- guess. Just take a guess. Was it Hillary and Tenzig? <laughs> Yes, it was. It was Hillary and Tenzing. Oh, wow. All right, so by, you get one out of two. No, I got this. Uh, no, the, the, sec, the second one. You're disputing it. You're disputing. It's a dispute, but what we know is that Pele scored more goals than any other person. Oh, my goodness. All right. That one I know. To me, so you win. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to argue with a child. By virtue who, of being a child. Yes. Who do you want to say hi to, to uh, me, to Misho? Um, I want to say hi to my auntie. My family and my friends. Great stuff. Thank you for playing with us, Dumisha. We love you. We're hanging out with and celebrating Bra Don Laka. He is uh, one of the originators of Kwaito music alongside Oskido and DJ Christos. In fact, uh, they set up Kalawa back in what, 94? 93. 93. Take us back there, Bra Don. These two DJs, bushy tailed stars in their eyes say let's make music well i i just returned from the uk and um you know after working on uh with the uh, jay-z b uh, of soul to soul uh, because a friend of mine who was producing the group yes um yeah, invited me to the session and uh, you so know, you jammed with and, soul to soul yeah and uh you know when i came back i thought this is a great idea working with you know djs so yes uh, the new, the new wave. The new it wave. It was a new wave, you yes. know, starting out overseas, and uh, I brought it to to, to this country. And uh, you know, by accident, I met Oskido in the lift, and uh, I mean, people know the story. Where, where did you meet uh, Oskido in the lift? At, uh, High Point. High Point in Hillbro. In Hillbro. Is that high Back rise then. on mm. Victoria that's, Street? That's it. Yes. Mm. And uh, at that time, Oskido, it's known that he was sitting some Budapest rolls, trying to <laughs> to make a living out yes. there. <laughs> in fact, Radon, please hold on a second. Oskido. Morning. Hey, Tasha, good man. Uh, Oscar. Good, how you doing, bro? Uh, good, 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 man. It's good to hear your voice. Eh? Nice to have your voice on, on, on radio too, with me <laughs> at one time. Oskido, please take us back to how the relationship started with Bradon. Well, you know, I used to uh, play at Razmataz and before that, you remember, it my whole talk stand. Yes. Uh, yeah. But anyway, then I was staying at High Point and I remember just getting into a lift and then I saw, uh, you know, this guy with a keyboard and it was Pradon. And he said, boom, you know, and then he remembered me because used to, they used to come and play at the club, you know, with Image at Razmataz. Then I said, uh, then he remembered me. He said, are you the DJ or whatever? Then I said, yeah. Then he said, uh, so you're the one who's doing these mix master tapes. Yes. Remember I was doing yes. mix masters, like yes. uh, taking the, uh, the music which you're playing at the club. And then from there, I was doing this cassette, the mix masters. Yes. Then I said, he said, do you know how much that thing is called disruption? Uh, <laughs> I mean, how big that tape is? Yeah. Then I said, yeah. Then he said, no. Then I told him, then I had to go back because I was staying on the 10th floor. He was staying on the last floor, I think 29th floor. Yeah. And we started having a conversation. And that time, then I explained my story. I said, no, these guys are giving me 20 cents a cassette. But don't <laughs> say, no, man, we can do this thing ourselves. <laughs> yeah, let's do it ourselves. We can do yeah. this thing ourselves. That yeah. was the beginning of Kalawa Jazz. Oh, yeah. wow. 
And then from there, we started. Then I said, okay, Praton, you know, I've got a friend of mine called Christos, you know, where I buy records. I want him to be yes. part of this. Then Praton said, no, it's fine. May come. Because what we used to do, get records, me and Christos, then give them to Praton, and then we slow them down. Then we sort of like uh, reprogram, you know, some of the uh, stuff. And actually, for us, it was amazing because he is a person who was, remember, Bubblegum at that time, it was big. Yeah. And Bradon is the first person who actually opened up for us young people to say, wow. I can work with you. While these people were bashing us, calling the music, which we, uh, they insulted Bradon all these oh, yeah, weekends. Absolutely. Wow. Weekend, absolutely. Insulted him, called him names. Why are you working with these people, whatever? Who are not musicians. And because did we know that we're starting something which was going to be big, and mm. here it is when you look at Kalawa, it, yes. it has closed the whole industry. It's now 25 years later. Bradon, here we yeah. are. Bradon, you had a house in Yeovil. Voskido used to come, bring vocalists, sing, sometimes they're swearing. What did your wife say about all of that? <laughs> <laughs> he knows, he knows they put me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> scandals <laughs> but uh, you know what do I used to do when, when we finished recording yeah. and I would sit and edit because my wife would be complaining ah, but there's a lot of swearing there's a lot of this and I would be editing well I remember one of the tracks that uh, uh, they came and we did uh, of uh, as a trumpist Oscar, Oscar the uh, is it Manyonyova no, it was one of BOP. BOP. It was Sandy, so myself, Sandy, so and Cruz. Yes. Hey, it was hardcore swearing. You know, this is my piano kids. You think you're swearing? No. As I said, no way. This is not going on radio like this. We cannot release this thing, guys. No way. Oscar, but you say, tell the story. You know, he's, he's putting us on the spot here. Uh, when you brought a young lady to sing on our first BOP record. You remember? Yes. And he went and married who? This DJ Fresh. <laughs> oh, in fact, my wife introduced you guys to Tandiso, right? Yes. 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 Yes, yes. yes. I mean, Tandiso, she was also part of this very yeah. part. Right? <laughs> <laughs> part this, yeah, whatever. She was part of this movement, you know? <laughs> hey, when we're in private, she doesn't swear anymore. Don't worry. <laughs> no, but anyway, you know, Pradone to call us and say it, whatever. Pilar, your wife was part of that record <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> I mean there was a lot of editing that I had to go there it was, but it was fun it was the beginning of the new South Africa and sure. we were bringing out new music and uh, you know I, I had to go out and do interviews to you know to protect the new freedom of speech and yes. uh, you know yes. and to had to protect what we were coming up with yeah Oskido in closing what would you like to say to Bradon maybe even just share with us his work ethic for instance well for example I think uh, Bradon taught us a lot he taught us one you know I mean uh, he is the he became like you know the fatherhood of the movement yes. and here he is saying that guys okay what you are doing I can see you've got potential but let's do it but you know I'll guide you let's do it this way I mean, we didn't know what studio is. We didn't know what the keys are. Bradon is very, very serious with his work. If you can listen to where Bruce is, I mean, Bruce is our master engineer. All the learnings are from Bradon. Yes. Bradon won't allow a record if it's not mixed properly, if whatever. So his work ethics are, you know, mm. uh, at another level. So he's a, he wants everything to be perfect. If sure. you can listen to all his music and whatever. I think the most amazing thing is that after he had done that, like teaching us up, 
he was doing the Prayuma Segela album. He says, guys, I want you to learn. You know, uh, he took me and Bruce to, to England, actually, when he was mastering the album. Wow. Us to go and understand. So, therefore, in terms of knowledge, he's really taught us a lot. Sure. And, you know, I always respect that. And you know that uh, uh, he's allowed me to who I am, you know, mm. and he's allowed me, you know, when I want to put my point across to say, okay, mm-hmm. let me let me listen to you. You know, sure. speak your mind, Oskido. Sure. Then you will come in subtle and say, you know that, uh, you know, at times I become short-tempered, but you control me in a way. And say, <laughs> no, <laughs> Don't say do that. Do yes. Oskido, thank you so much, thanks, brother Oscar. man. Thanks a lot, love bro. you, love you, thanks. love you to death. And uh, thanks for sharing those memories of Bradon Laka on Metro. 25 minutes after 8 o'clock. We have uh, the Fresh Breakfast Classic coming up uh, after 8.30 and it's a house music Friday. So here are the songs. Listen with your soul. That came through from DJ Fresh. Aunt Jones, rest in peace, man. Ooh, love we had, Alex Kidd. Who are you Mm -hmm. reminiscing about, Mm -hmm. Angie? Who Who did you want to know? We want to know. Yeah, I know. That was Mm -hmm. my selection. Angie's selection. And this is me with Let Me Love You, Russell. Please, on a Friday, can I love you? The big question is, who won? Find out just after 8.30. Yes, and uh, we're still in studio for a famous Fresh Friday with our favorite legend, Ndate Don Laga. And guess what? He collaborated with DJ Maporisa. Here they are with F. Yo, yo, yo. Brand new music on Metro FM, Bradon Laka, DJ Maporisa, and Shasha out of Zim. Mm. Bradon? Yes. Talk to us about this. What is this? Why are you hiding things from well, us? Well, this album came about a year and a half ago. Mm. Yes. Uh, where I did uh, collaborations with, uh, as I said, with almost all these artists, uh, uh, which I felt uh, I need to have them on my album. And yes, I was sir. attracted to their music, you know, and uh, I listened to Maporisa. I said, yeah, what a young man coming up, uh, you know. Let's and, work. Uh, yeah, let's work together. And, and you know, that's what we came up with. And Shasha, and where, how Shasha did you guys? From, from, from Zim, actually. Um, uh, Maporisa came to the studio and said, Pradon, you have to hear this voice. Yes. And, uh, you know, that's, and I said, listen, that voice for me, is a, you know, it's diamonds and golds mm. and bells, you know. And you can hear that, I mean, it's incredible singing there. Mm. We're hanging out with the legendary Ntate Don Laka. Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. Uh, Bradon, I just got a message from my wife. Yes. says, please ask Bradon and Oskido for a copy of the VOP. I need to re-listen to myself spitting bars <laughs> and swearing. <laughs> Do you still have the masters, Bradon? I, I still have the masters and the vinyls. I'll really. be coming to see you for a copy, sir. <laughs> We need more time with Bradon. Dear the bridge, we need two more hours. We will pay you not to come to work. Thank you. Brand new music from Ntate Don Laka on Metro FM. It is Famous Fresh Fridays. What's the name of the song, sir? Where do we find this? This one is coming out next week from the album called Passion. And that track, particular track is called... uh, Gassi Streets. It's a quiet jazz album. Quiet jazz, if you will, is decolonized acid jazz. Bradon was also in the news quite a lot in his battle with the SABC to say we need to hear more local music. Mm. A lot of people don't know that when 90% happened, you were the guy with a big S on his chest. 
yes. in that battle. Let's talk about that. Why were you so passionate about that? Well, you know, I'm I'm still passion, uh, passionate about having South African music reflecting yes. uh, on, on 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 in the country. Sure, you know, and uh, I travel a lot overseas. And when you go out to places like that, you never get to hear our music. Mm. You hear their music, mm. so you know about their culture. Sure. you know, uh, it, it's ironic that the, the same people come into the our, our sh- you know to to a country where they thinking. That they're going to get something different. I'm in the and motherland. They, they, yeah, and they come back and listen to, uh, you know, the same music. They come and they they don't live with an experience. We're not promoting ourselves enough, and sure. we're complaining that the, the the world is ignoring us. Mm. We should actually be the first people to know because culture is very important. It goes a long way, by the way. Yes. I always say it goes longer. Uh, it's got longer legs than politics. Mm. Amen. Mm. Absolutely. So, Papa, do you feel that you're more celebrated abroad? And I know this is prob- probably the conversation of, well, you know, Ndate Hugh, yes. those artists that were always touring uh, overseas. Do you think you're more celebrated and appreciated overseas than you are here at home? Well, they appreciate a lot of, of, uh, of, of innovative stuff. And I mean, I, I've released albums that uh, haven't been released in South Africa mm. because I thought even if I release here, where are they going to be? played mm. so that has been the problem but or it uh, might play on a sunday on a sunday at night mm. at, if when you're people lucky. absolutely and other countries what they do they would rather have their local music playing in the day and other stuff at night mm. so and we've got it reversed so you know I, it, it's a pity well i might say since then i know there was a reversal but uh, the stations are playing south african music mm. and i would out out hope more should be done actually to have it more on, on our radio station. The reflection yes. should be about us. We shouldn't look in the mirror and see a different face. It should mm. be us. Let's talk about the tour. Yes. Where, when, how? Well, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm going into what I haven't done before. You know, I've been doing huge uh, uh, theaters and stuff, but I'm going onto the townships. Uh, into some little shebins and stuff. The just clubs. And, and, and no, not necessarily just clubs. Oh, okay. You know, the chisanyamas and, mm. uh, you know, uh, 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 taking the album there and, uh, you know, g- getting closer to the people. And uh, obviously, we've, there's, there's a, a, a sponsor out there listening to this. Uh, just, you know, text give us me a call. on, give, give us, us a call. call. You know, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm willing to go out there, um, you know, uh, taking the music, this album. I think it's a very interesting album for the fact that it took me eight years to come up with a full quiet jazz album. So, and I'm willing to go out to the people to, yes, you know, to share it with them. Are you going to be sharing some of your musical knowledge with us? I know in between the breaks, I was like, please lecture, even if it's a master class once a month, because there's some young muso who's listening saying, I would like to get a piece of that man. Well, that conversation came because I'm planning to retire. <laughs> please so. don't, though. I'm trying to keep you. Don't say that word. You are banned. Please don't. No, we no, we I, need I, more. I, I know, you know, I, I, uh, the, the two years I want to do, you know, uh, uh, spent... Uh, doing live shows and uh, I'll spend time doing recordings obviously sure. and, 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 and in imparting knowledge yes. a, a lot of people asking the question what does Brad Don think of Amapiano well the uh, 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 the, the first uh, the first recording that became popular was, it was sent to me uh, via WhatsApp actually on, 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 on my phone the same popular album yes. and at the time actually I was traveling so I couldn't really work with, on, on, on that album so, yes. but I'm, I'm very glad that uh, 
any genre for me is welcomed and, mm. and, and as long as it makes an impact on the people mm. and uh, you know as I say I'm very open to new ideas and new music and people coming up with different ideas yes, yes sir. in closing brother Don what do you fear what does Don Laka fear you know I, I, I don't really have a fear of things as much and I've been trying to figure out what my fear is for years I don't really fear anything mm. really you know, I'm, I'm that type of person, you know, that there, you hear people talk about, uh, I have a phobia of this, a phobia yes. of that. I really don't have a phobia you of You don't of fear things. playing off-key at Carnegie Hall. No, 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 no. <laughs> I actually, I love the challenges. You know, uh, uh, if you're a jazz musician, I've, I, I used to play avant-garde music mm. where I would play and people would walk away, you know. Yeah. So I really don't fear because you know, you've been there. Yeah, I've been there. Yes. Yeah. You are very active on some social media platforms. Where can we find you? <laughs> my Facebook I, on, page on Facebook has, has, has always been the most popular one. My yes. son said, Dad, move away from Facebook. It's for <laughs> old people. You know, but I don't know what to do because uh, that's the only thing I know. You know, so yeah, I'm, I'm on Facebook. And of course, um, you can also, uh, we can find your Twitter handle on Twitter. On yes. Twitter. Yes. Um, I, I'm so grateful that you came to spend time with us this morning. And I love the fact that your head is not stuck in just a jazz classical space. You're opening up opportunities for other young people, collaborating with DJs. And of course, 25 years of Galawa. We cannot wait to be celebrating. That's a great with institution. Wow. And uh, I must uh, thank Oscar Oskido for uh, being such a great young man who has worked with me and listened. And I will always listen to him. And mm. uh, he he's brought so much talent that I worked with. Mm. And I want to give him that accolade that uh, sure. uh, one of them will talk about it when he brought Teve Fest and uh, the, the story where he was tired and I had to send him back to Mafika and to bring the guys back on a Sunday. But mm. uh, he's been a great man. And uh, okay. I'd like to thank all the guys from Kalawa for, for, for being great. Bradon, we appreciate you. We love you. And um, thank you for spending time with us. And spending as much time as you have, um, I think perfecting what you do so that we can see mm. that there's nothing wrong with being a perfectionist. This is how far it brings you. So thank you, Bradon. Thanks, thanks for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, Bradon Laka is about to leave the building, leaving you with a thought for today. Whatever you do, be the Don, be Laka. <laughs>